passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, brought to you by Breeden RV Center. Breeden RV Center, family-owned and operated, a no-pressure, laid-back atmosphere, and always home of the free maintenance for life. This podcast is powered by the pros at Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas-owned, Arkansas-operated. GoPascal.com. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. I'm always high on the hogs, guys. I'm high. Well, I'm not high right now, but my day is young. My odometer's way up there. I'm that 2018 that's already got 130,000 miles on it. The Razorbacks rush across the field to get that boot. Tommy, Chuck, and Ty, you guys are the gold standards of sports talk radio. He bleeds to Arkansas. Hey, welcome into a Football Friday edition of the Morning Rush. Coach Musselman previewing Oklahoma yesterday. You heard it speaking to Trevin Brazil, a guy that you will not have the rest of the season, unfortunately. But this happens in college athletics, like he said, and they're going to have to adjust. They're going to have to figure it out. Not only tomorrow at 12 o'clock when they play the Sooners, Tommy, but the rest of the way as we get going. Not here, not just here on a Football Friday because we still have a bowl game to get to, but I guess we're more shifting into a fast break Friday as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's crossover season right now. It's football Friday brought to you by QC Kinetics. Don't go through another year. You think about the new year ahead. Don't go into that new year with the knee pain, back pain, hip or joint pain that has uh, really set you back this last year. Maybe it's chronic pain from a long-lasting injury that uh, you just can't quite get over. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in advanced regenerative medicine. Uh, with unique protocols using healing agents from your own body to target the aching joints in your body, repairing and restoring damaged tissue. No pain or uh, no surgery, no drugs, no pain pills, no downtime when you talk to QC Kinetics and let them show you the new way of dealing with injuries. This is the future of joint pain management. There are appointments available for next week, 999-1234. Four seven nine 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 one two three four. You could, you could hear in Musselman's voice. I mean, the the pain and the disappointment and frustration, all that with Trevin's not going to be topped or matched, nor should it. But you could you could feel you could feel it there in Musselman's voice as he was talking yesterday. Just the disappointment, I guess, would be the way to to describe the way he feels about. Uh, you know, only having this full team together for, like I said, a game and a half or so. So, um, you know, that's got to be the hardest part of the job is to watch the expectations and the hopes of that young man and his family and everyone around him just 
just crushed like that. Yeah, it stinks. And he's got some more stuff that he had to say about Trevin Brazil. I want to talk about some transfer portal stuff later on. But, Tommy, did you get a chance to watch Baker Mayfield do his thing last night? There he's got to spike it here. Second and ten. Mayfield to the end zone to Jefferson. Is that possible? Touchdown. This is impossible. They go 98 yards. That's good for 23. Tommy, he got to Los Angeles on Tuesday and ended up leaving, leading the Los Angeles Rams on a game-winning drive last night against the Las Vegas Raiders. That is not an easy thing to do in a new foot on a new football team. Well, I was reading some of they they made sure they got all the playbooks to him so he could study on the plane or something to get uh, you know, on his way, I guess, you know, time was so precious. But, uh, no, I did not get a chance to watch that last night. I was reading about it a little bit this morning. So uh, uh, that, that's, that certainly is something I think a lot of people will be talking about around the water cooler today. So. I do wonder what has changed on Friday morning with it being on Amazon compared. Because I've talked to some guys in their 50s, and they're frustrated. Like, one of the, the, the group of guys that I'm friends with that's got 20, 30 years on me, they don't watch Thursday night football anymore because they don't want to have to deal with Amazon Prime. It's not, in, in my opinion, it's not that hard. I just click on the Prime app and it's right there. But for some, that little step is enough to deter them from watching. So I do wonder how much of the drop. We see those ratings, Tommy. The ratings are pretty good. So evidently, they're doing something right. So what does that tell you? If the, if the numbers on the digital are good, what does that lead you to believe? Well, you, you've spoken to it before. It's more accurate. On to, you can see exactly how many people sign in, exactly how many people are on it. And I tend to think it's a younger demographic, which is what they're trying to get. I mean, that's the issue right now in sports, not just in, in professionally, but collegiately. You've got these kids growing up that when we were when I was growing up, when you were growing up, we were so locked into sports because there was less things to do. But you got Netflix, you got Hulu, you got Amazon. So they're trying to, again, suck in a younger demographic so they can hold on to them in future years. Tells me that the numbers on Sundays on linear TV are even bigger than that, what the ratings estimates are. Uh, because this is a more accurate way of, uh, of of evaluating the size of the audience, because you can measure every login. So, tells me that on Sundays, when you're you know, depending on a diary, you're estimating, you're using a formula, even more people than they think are watching are actually watching. So, um, I, I don't know if they can convince their advertisers or or if they can convince the uh, the the network partners on that but uh, when they go to the uh, negotiation table that's that's how I'd read it. So do you shift your focus at this point with Arkansas still having a bowl game? We really don't have any college football for a little bit. Do you go to NFL this weekend? Do you watch more college basketball this weekend? What does that look like? I've got a little bit different weekend uh, than usual but uh, you know for my time but Sunday I'll I'll spend some time on the NFL. I think a lot of people will do a couple of things. Like you said sports-wise <clears throat> NFL, I think, take front and center. I think people are still in football mode as much as they can be. They're clinging on to it. It's also the second-to-last real weekend before Christmas. I think you're going to see a lot of people that spend their time this weekend maybe starting or doing some Christmas shopping because uh, you got this weekend, you got the 16th, 17th, 18th, and then the following weekend is Christmas Eve, and that Sunday's Christmas Day. So uh, clock is ticking, tick, 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 tick on getting all that done. You made a point on Wednesday that uh, stood out to me, and it actually rings true because one of my friends in a Morning Rush listener, he's going with his wife this weekend. They're going to the game, then they're going shopping after, and then staying the night. Mm-hmm. And I didn't think shopping in Tulsa was a big thing, but that's not the only person I've talked to that's got kind of that plan 
this weekend when you take on the Sooners tomorrow at 12. I mean, it's just a different city. I think people will, will go do that. I mean, um, you know, I like shopping businesses. I know some people use the online stuff. I'm still like, a, I want to lay my hands on it. I want to look at it kind of guy. I guess I'd, I just don't, I haven't bought very many things ever online, but uh, uh, that's just me. But I, I know a lot of people do. But, uh, yeah, I think I think it's a fun trip. It's a good weekend getaway. And like I said, you're starting to uh, to run out of days to get, uh, to get that perfect gift. You got all your gifts picked out? I ain't bought one. I haven't either. Not one thing. I don't think I bought one either. I've got, I've got some. Not for my with, family. I bought for you guys at work. But just not the. How, when do you? Are you a procrastinator on that? You wait until the last time. minute. I mean, you know my schedule. I just don't have time to do this stuff. I, my weekends are cramped. I mean, just this weekend, I got get. I got games to work. I got. I got things that, that I got to do. Some of it's work-related. Some of it's just things I like to do on the weekend. Some of it's officiating. So it, it it's just time, man. It's, 20, it's, the, it's the 24-7 rule. So it'll get done when it gets done, I guess. So I guess wait and see on that. I, I guess I probably need to, not this weekend because of the game, but maybe next weekend, a week out of Christmas, go and take care of all that as, as best I can. I know some people are different on their – Variations of when they I'll go. I'll get you my list. Some yeah. people, I'm probably not going to get anything from me this year. Some people go a month out early. Some people go uh, then. The only thing I want for Christmas, as I told Santa last night, is a uh, new ACL for Trevin Brazil. Uh, uh, the only thing I want this season is for Trevin to somehow magically, for the first time in the history of um, medical learning, to somehow develop a new ACL and be able to play this year. It's the only thing I want. I don't care about any other gift. just want Trevin yeah. to be able to play. Basketball is back, and Bet Online is your number one source. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE to receive your rewards. That's B-L-E-A-V. Bet online, where the game starts. You're listening to the Bud Light Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light, proud sponsor of Arkansas Athletics. You know, Tommy, I got a text last night, and K.J. Jefferson's quarterback class of the 50 QBs still in college football, 45 have transferred, and one is now a running back. Think about that. That's insane. Nine, what is that, 95%? I mean, that's, that, that is unba- basically, that is un- 90 plus percent. That is unbelievable. want to talk about that coming up in just a sec. Yeah, because that, that leads me to a thought. We were talking about... KJ in the bowl game coming up. You know, there's one sports app, one sports book that you can uh, have some fun with online that'll work both in Arkansas and Tennessee, and that's the Betley app. So if you're thinking about, uh, you know, around bowl time, if you're going to Memphis, this is the one you need to have on your phone because uh, there seems to be a lot of options out there. And depending on where you live, of course, um, you know, the app may or may not work. So once you cross the bridge and go over, if you don't have the Betley app, you're not going to be able to uh, to place the bet, look at all the stuff, do everything you want to do. And Betley is the online sports book that covers Arkansas and Tennessee. So go and find that. You can get it in the Apple App Store. You can get it in the Google Play Store. Or you can go to Betley.com. Betley Sportsbook offers a huge 
range of games, and it's easy to navigate. They got matches and competitions around the world. World Cup, of course, big right now. You can bet on bro and college sports. So college basketball this weekend, they'll have a, a full lineup. Plus, they have some great promotions right now. Download the Bentley Sports app, and uh, you can uh, uh, make and uh, take advantage of the $250 risk-free first bet if you're a new customer. So, again, go to the Apple and Google Play stores, visit Bentley.com, and make more today and every day more interesting with Bentley. Must be 21 or older, located in Arkansas or Tennessee to bet. Play responsibly. For help quitting, call 1-800-522-4700. Again, that's pretty a staggering stat. Now, Arkansas, I think at this point, is now up to 15 guys that have hit the portal. That's that's pretty high in the Southeastern Conference. I think that's in the top five. Zach Zemos just announced his decision yesterday. He was playing linebacker. I think he was playing uh, safety and defensive back as of late, but now you're going to have to find, we've already talked about the importance of finding certain guys, but quarterbacks, you think about this, Tommy. For example, JT Daniels, not Jaden Daniels at LSU, JT, former USC, Georgia, and now West Virginia quarterback. He's going to be on his fourth school in, I think, four year, four or five years. Okay, so let's translate that to real world, because it makes me think about what we do here at, at ESPN Arkansas. We got roughly 30 people on our team, right? So just put that to numbers. So you're saying it's – so if we changed our staff over and we changed, say, I don't know, let's be conservative, 25 of the 30 people every year or every couple of years, if we had 25 new people out of our 30 tie every 36 months, how successful do you think we would be? I don't think that's successful. I think continuity right. I mean, is uh, one of the keys to success right. in any lot of work. And I and I understand that college athletics there's a there's a shelf life on your eligibility and there's always going to be constant turnover but there's got to be some form of stability in order to have success so I understand you can get the right player to come in at quarterback out of the portal and it can make all the difference and Arkansas certainly had the advantage of Drew Sanders coming over from Alabama I, I get all of that but I just think about it from from real world the world we all live in. Uh, and that, I think that same thought applies to any line of work. Man, if you're turning everybody – because it's not just the players you mentioned that were in KJ's class that – what did you say, 90 – give me that number yeah, again. It was 40, so I did the math in my head. 45 out of 50 and one to running yeah. back. So it's basically 90-plus percent. Yeah, I mean, so – and that doesn't count coaches that have come and gone. That doesn't count all the other staff and everything that supports the players that come mm-hmm. and go. So um, – I, stability was a big problem with with Bielema and his staff, and stability was has been an issue for this program. And I think we're just going into a world where that's just going to be a challenge every coach has to overcome because uh, some of it's even out of your control as the head coach. Well, I am thinking about a guy like Drake May, who's at North Carolina. Some of you know who it is. Some of you know he's probably a top five, top ten quarterback in college football. And the deal with him was he was thinking about entering the portal just to see if what his market was in IL. Now he ends up staying in Chapel Hill and I know Tar Hill Nation is excited about that. But what I think is also gonna be used as leverage is some guys who have no intention of ever leaving will enter the portal and come back just so they get more NIL money. Just so that's an opportunity. Now some guys will have different people reach out to them. That'll be part of it, but that will be something else to watch during this process is some players across college football, baseball, and basketball do this as well, particularly in the men's sports. How does that set with you? I mean, 
at, at your age. Well, I know how it he, probably sets with he, a lot he, of guys here's, my age. Here's my thought. I have not actively looked for a job here in the four and a half years I've worked. I've been approached by two radio companies and declined both times to interview. That, in my opinion, is not bad. When you're actively looking for a job, or in like, which is basically what they're doing, and are actively looking for more money, that doesn't. If you're approached though by someone else, if you're approached about this, that's different to me. Like if I was, yeah, but in a transfer portal, you're not supposed to be approached, that's, right? That's just not going to happen. You know, you know as well as I do. There's tampering every single day. It's not supposed to happen, but it happens every day. It happened. I get. You know what? I don't think Arkansas is blameless in this. I guarantee you, some coaches there up there on that staff have done that because it just you got to keep up. It's just like the old recruiting. You think Arkansas has been clean and blameless last a hundred years in recruiting? There's stuff that's happened. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, like, come on. The, the, this idea that we're just the spectacle of morality up in, well, here in Fayetteville, that? Arkansas. But you're asking the question. The, the question was posed to, hey, do you think it? Yeah, absolutely it happens, Tommy. It happens every day. Yeah, but, I mean, the, the, the system isn't set up and designed that way is no. what I'm saying. The basis of it is not that way. So, listen, it's just – this is why I've always said a bunch of the old heads are going to get out. You know, we, we've seen it in basketball. Coach K, Roy Williams, uh, you know, I, I can't help but believe transfer portal in NIL is part of it. You know, coaches aren't supposed to be controlling NIL dollars. But the idea that you're going to just put your name in the portal to see what the market holds, that could also come back to bite you. Because, you know, we've all worked with some guy that did exactly what you're talking about and you know, started looking for a job, hoping to get a raise, and that it, it's a biting him in the backside. He ended up with no job. So some of these players are going to end up with no place to play, and that that will be unfortunate. First Western Bank, we are more than just a bank. We are your partner for all your financial services. First Western has real professionals with years of experience in banking, mortgage, insurance, and investments. From financial services to personal and business insurance to investment products, mortgages, and small business banking. First Western with locations throughout Northwest Arkansas and the River Valley and online at firstwestern.com. Exceptional financial services all in one place. First Western Bank. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. You're listening to the Bud Light Next Morning Rush Podcast. Bud Light Next is for the next era of beer drinkers with zero carbs and only 80 calories. Chuck, it Friday, man. How are we? I'm doing great. Ready for the weekend. What about you guys? I'm ready for this basketball game. I'm going up to Tulsa tonight to see my stepsister and brother-in-law, two nephews, niece. Going to go eat with my grandma tomorrow before the game, try and make a weekend out of it. And I, I think a lot of Razorback fans will do the same thing as they make their way to the BOK Center tomorrow. Well, I think so. You know, um, when you have these holiday games in the holiday season, you know, which I guess we're in now technically, um, you know, you've got uh, – it's an hour and a half from Fayetteville. It's close to Fort Smith. Uh, people will uh, – you know, people will come today. They'll Or tomorrow, yeah. I'm sorry. They'll have a big crowd. Well, I think it's nostalgic. A lot of people make trips to Tulsa for, you know, either to fly out of the airport or weekend getaways. You, you've got your favorite restaurant you like to stay in. you got that favorite hotel you, you always go to. The, the kids love to go this time of year to play in the indoor pool or, or whatever it is, shopping at one of the malls. So I think a lot of people go over and do some Christmas shopping and take in the game. And downtown's fun. There's a lot of good places to stay and eat down there. So I, I think this is a fun deal. And I don't know what becomes of this, Chuck, once they join the league. But uh, I sure hope Arkansas finds someone to play in Tulsa. I think it's a, it's a good place to be to be seen as a program. 
Well, go play Oklahoma State, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm just, you know, picking names out of the air. That would seem logical. You know, there's a large alumni base over there. There's a large alumni base. Those who've been in Fayetteville long enough remember when, you know, we didn't get the Arkansas Democrat or the Arkansas Gazette. I mean, we were at the Tulsa World. Uh, if, 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 if you're a longtime Fayetteville person, you didn't get tell it, you know, you got your news from Tulsa. You read about the Razorbacks in the Tulsa World. And so, you know, there's a generation of people in northwest Arkansas who are Razorback fans who still go to Tulsa a lot. Um, I don't know how many times the young crowd goes to Tulsa. I know when I was that age that we went to Tulsa a lot. Uh, it wasn't the turnpike yeah. then either. <laughs> it's, now you got to take, you know, you used to take your quarters with you. I guess you got to have a toll tag now. That's why yeah. you tried to do it. But well, now I've, you can go, you can go eighty five miles an hour. Yeah, bad. that's right. That's why you like driving. I was watching TV here in Fayetteville last night. KTUL is on the cable system. I mean, mm -hmm. so if you, you know, if you has been were, forever. Has yeah, been forever. I was flipping through, and they had uh, it was early in the newscast, but I just happened to catch it, and they were previewing, going to preview the Arkansas Oklahoma basketball game. So yeah. I mean it. You know, I think uh, there's a lot of a lot of people pay attention to what goes on in Tulsa town. You mentioned a toll tag. I know Tommy has one of those. Chuck, you pike probably pass. Do pike pass pike or whatever. Pass. No, I don't have a pike pass. Uh, uh, I don't have a pike pass. Well, I need coins in there. Well, I was going to say you just reminded me to go get some quarters. There was this one time I got there and I was one like dime short, and I had to beg the nice lady behind me to to let me borrow a dime and get me through, but. Hopefully won't be able to do that. <laughs> you mentioned the alumni base. I, I know we always look at, like, Dallas and Memphis, but, I mean, talking with my brother and sister-in-law who both went there, and every time I go, I I love going to Tulsa. I know, I know you're speaking to different generations, but there's a massive Arkansas group like you were speaking to, and I, I think that with the way our basketball team's playing, that you'll probably outnumber the Sooners in the BOK Center tomorrow. It'll be close. I think there were more Razorback fans last year. And um, I think there will be more Razorback fans tomorrow. Um, but, um, you know, it's these kinds of games are fun. I like these kinds of games because it, uh, it has a tournament feel. It has an event feel. And it's not just a Tuesday night game or a Wednesday night game where, you, you know, you walk in wondering how many people are going to be there that night. You have a game like this, it's an event. As you say, you plan a weekend around it. And you don't always do that for a basketball game. Well, the number one story, not just in this game, but really in the last couple of days, has been Trevin Brazil. Finally got to hear from Eric Musselman yesterday. Here's what Coach had to say about Trevin. I was just with he and his dad and the trainer and just kind of going through timelines and, you know, he'll get a chance to meet with the surgeon tomorrow and figure out an exact date of when the surgery will happen. And we want him to be around the team as much as he possibly can be. Now, I don't know if he just tore his ACL or if there's uh, other complications following that awkward uh, kind of twist in the, the hidden knee that he had. Um, as someone that's gone through it, it's not fun. Hopefully, he recovers in about six months. That's kind of the, the time, six to nine months is the timetable now. But, guys, the, the, the question is, what adjustment now is made, not just tomorrow, but in the coming weeks without one of your best players? Well, I think that process begins tomorrow. Um, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know that you see the end result of uh, how you adjust tomorrow afternoon. I think in many, in many respects, you're, uh, uh, you know, you're rebuilding, not in terms of personnel, but rebuilding in terms of what you do on a daily basis and how you're going to play this defense and what you're going to do when you defend. The, there's all kinds of things that, that change when a player like that goes out. So I think that um, the rest of this month, 
Um, I think practice time becomes important because you're not going to play as many games after today. What have you got? A couple left maybe before conference. So, um, you know, I, I think that becomes important. But I don't know that you replace a guy like that with one man. I think it's, you know, as the question was posed to Muss in his press conference, you probably have to do it with men as opposed to a man. And, um, you know, the competition internally uh, really begins tomorrow. Yeah, you play this Saturday against Oklahoma, next Saturday against Bradley, and then UNC Asheville on the 21st. Those are your last three games before conference play. But, you know, we often focus on the starters, but the first person off the bench, which is Brazil's role, is just as important. And um, you got to find somebody that can be that change of pace or that that new defensive matchup or whatever the, the, that game is needing. And I would think the names uh, Jalen Graham and, and, and Walsh, Jordan Walsh, should be at the top of, of a lot of lists. And uh, I, would, I would imagine if they can buckle down and play the level of defense that Coach Must demands, they're, they're going to get a lot more minutes. Well, they're going to have that chance, that's for sure. I mean, Brazil's so unique in terms of his build, you know, what he can do. I mean, the guy's 6'10", he's... And his wingspan's like all the way across the free throw lane. I mean, he's a, uh, uh, he's a, you know, you can't, can't replicate that. That's what I'm saying. Graham's been a pretty good offensive player. I like his footwork inside. Um, now, he's not a three-point guy. Um, you know, Walsh is a, is a slasher type player. He's got a nice shot. Um, it doesn't seem like right now he's as confident in taking that shot as what Brazil was. And, um, you know, you wonder if, if, um, if that's going to come. I think it will. He's that kind of player. But that's why I say, I, I mean, and you just said it. I mean, Graham comes to mind. Walsh comes to mind. There are others, too. And that's just the kind of player Brazil is. I mean, you're not going to replace him just with one guy. Yeah, well, who are those other names? I mean, you, you're much closer to it. Who, who are the names? The other names we should be thinking of? Well, I, I just, I, just, I just think you look at all the big guys there. I, I mean, yeah. again, you're, you're, uh, this is not a guy you can replicate in terms of his inside-outside ability. Uh, there's just not anybody else on there that you look at and say, you know, that's what makes him special. There's not anybody you look at and say, yeah, he's like Trevin Brazil. Brazil can do things nobody else can do. He can play the three, the four, the five, and... Um, he can defend the three, the four, the five. They've had him as the, uh, you know, defensively a time or two up top. So, I mean, he, um, he brings a lot of things to the table. But, I, you know, look, we've seen 11, 12, 13 guys play. They're all candidates. Every single one of them is a candidate. Yeah. So, if you said that the person that steps up defensively will probably be, be the one that earns the minutes, would that be fairly accurate? Well, I think that's where you start. But, I mean, you know, the only way you get points is putting the ball in the basket. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you've, uh, uh, you've got to be able to do that too. So, look, it's a challenge. But now I'll say this, and I, I believe this based on what I saw. I think Arkansas was a good enough team to make a run in the NCAA tournament even without Nick Smith Jr. I think there's that much talent there. I still think they're good enough to make a deep run in the NCAA tournament now without Trevin Brazil. Doesn't mean that, you know, you don't have to make a huge adjustment because you do. Um, and that's why I say I, th I, th I think tomorrow begins that process. And the hope is that between the two games that come after that and the practice time, you've got to juggle it around a lot of things. But, you know, the hope is that by the time you get to the 28th of this month, uh, when you're down in Baton Rouge, you've, you've got a pretty good idea about how your rotation's going to work. 
Here was was concerning to me when we Tommy and I talked about this extensively, Chuck. Last year, you were outside the top 303 point percentage. This year, you're outside the top 250, and you just lost the only big man that can shoot. Kamani can't shoot threes. Makai can't shoot threes. Mikel can't shoot threes, and Jalen can't th- shoot threes, as you said. So well, now, I'm not going to cancel the season over. Well, there, I, but I'm not. But that was an issue for this team last year. We still saw them made the Elite Eight, but that's something that Eric talked, Eric's talked about is we got to be better than that. You lost your only big guy that can shoot. And so in that line of thinking, every time that whether it's Nick, Ricky, or AB is going to the lane, they're going to have to go up against two defenders now because there's not a floor spacer out there. That's going to be an issue to watch and how they kind of navigate and mitigate that in the coming weeks. I think it's going to be interesting. Well, I think this is still an attacking team. That's what this team is, and this doesn't change that. So, um, you know, when this team's playing well, um, they're not going to shoot a lot of threes. You know, you can look at, again, that points in the paint stat. Um, look at that at the end of the ball game, And, and um, you know, how do you fill those numbers up? It was 28-24 Arkansas the other night. It's been 52-22 to in certain games. So um, I, I'm, I'm frankly more concerned about Brazil's effect around the rim than I am the three-point shooting. I, I think that's what we focus on, but I think that his play inside and around and above the rim is uh, what they end up missing more than anything. Yeah, because you're less versatile at that four spot. I mean, you think about it, if you do play Makai at the five, which they've started him the last few games or whatever, that fourth, whether you put Kamani there, his twin brother there, or Jalen in that case, and I'd say Jalen's probably the most versatile of those four guys that I just listed, you're still missing that defensive prowess that Trevin can match up, as you said, with three different guys, basically, the three, four, and the five. Well, but this is how it is. I, I mean, you're right. I, I mean, everything you're saying is right. But, I mean, you are where you are now. I, I mean, you just, you know, you just got to go out there and, you know, build on what you have. Um, I was looking back as we were talking. Um, you know, when Arkansas, let's go back to the San Jose State game. When Arkansas really, you know, shot the ball the way they did. They shot, uh, what was it, 60, 75% in the second half. You know, Brazil didn't shoot a lot of threes that game. Arkansas only put up 13 three-pointers in that game. They made eight of them. They scored 99 points, made eight threes. But you also look at the end of that ball game, and you look at the stats, you look at the points in the paint, and Arkansas just absolutely dominated in that area. They were plus 22 in points in the paint. And then you contrast that with what they did against Greensboro. Um, They put up 18 threes. They jacked way too many of them up. They made three. And it wasn't just because they you know, they weren't shooting well. Go back and look at the shot chart on where those threes were shot from. You know, It wasn't like they had a toe right behind the line. I mean, they jacked up some NBA threes. And at the end of the ball game, you had 28 points in the paint as opposed to 52 points in the paint in the previous ball game. That tells you they're not taking the ball to the rim. So... If we pin our hopes on this team being a great three-point shooting team, we're going to be disappointed. If you're expecting at any point this season for this to be a great three-point shooting team, that expectation is not going to be met. But this team has an opportunity to do some great things inside that paint, and that's the strength of this team, whether Brazil's playing or whether anybody else is playing. 
Hey, I want to take a moment to tell you about Burton Pools and Spas. They've got a big sale going on right now on hot tubs, hot spring spas. In fact, the, the absolute best you can find on the market. And in fact, Burton's has sold over 8,000 spas in their 44 years, so no one's going to be able to, to provide the expertise or the level of service that Burton's has just because they've got the most experience. So if you want someone you can trust that knows the product, they can deliver, fully install, that's Burton Pools and Spas. And right now, if you've tried to buy in the last few years and with COVID, there was you know just not the one you wanted in stock, that's not the case now. Over 80 hot tubs are in stock starting at $34.99 and payments as low as $47 a month. Burton Pools and Spas, Springdale and in Fort Smith, and online at BurtonPools.com. You know, this next point, nothing that anyone can control, but you hope the basketball gods are kind to you and injuries don't become contagious because we've seen that with this team. We've seen it in other places where you know one player goes down and a few weeks later another, and, and now your options are limited. And I remember Musk talking, I think it was last year, maybe you're, but you know, about having you know these injury issues and seeing more in his time at Arkansas than he's – and he's had in his career, so you know. Hopefully, this is the the end of that. But uh, the idea that you're going to get through unscathed, Chuck, the rest of the year is probably a little bit too optimistic as well. Well, I think sometimes when you have something like this happen with a player, the first thing you think is, "Oh my God!" You know, this is going to happen again and again and again. I, I mean, we're just we're we're cursed. It's going to be an injury plagued season, and sometimes that does happen. I mean, sometimes it does, um, but. You know, you as you say, I mean, there, there are certain things you can't control. But, you know, this is a very deep team with a lot of good players. And um, it does change without the type player Brazil is. There's no doubt about it. But they got a pretty deep bench over there. They got good yeah. players. I, I think they'll about, be okay. Think about Arkansas's defense this year in football and what Barry Odom had to deal with. And it just seemed like one no, after you're another right. after no, another. you're right. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, hopefully everybody, you know, hopefully you stay healthy. You know, it's interesting. And, again, I mean, we talked about basketball earlier in the week. We've talked about basketball for several weeks now. We, we've never even broached the subject for, well, what happens when somebody gets hurt? Um, but then when somebody gets hurt, the first thing you worry about, oh, what if somebody else gets hurt? So yeah. um, I think you just got to go out there and play and, and, you know, do what you do and hope it doesn't happen. This is the most depth that he's had since he's been here. I mean, they look like a really quality basketball team, Chuck, as you said earlier. I, I still th melt, felt like this team, even without Nick Smith, could have something to say in the NCAA tournament. Now, don't mishear what I'm saying. The loss of Trevor Brazil is a big one, but it's in December. He's got two and a half months to basically figure this thing out before postseason basketball starts, SEC tournament, NCAA tournament. And these guys want to play. Dalen Graham was in practice facility what an hour and a half before they practiced yesterday i think that's what must told us yesterday so they have to look at this kamani makai and trevin or excuse me mikhail have to look at this as an opportunity the guy 25 26 minutes they're up for grabs one of y'all's got to go take it well Seize it's not going to be one of them it's not going to be one of them um it's going to be multiple guys uh, that's 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 what it'll be and, and and i don't just think it's the big guys i think it's everybody I mean, you know, this guy's a scorer, this guy's a defender, not just in the paint, but all over the floor. Now, again, I think you miss his value the most inside, but he defends all over the floor, can score from all over the floor, uh, is a matchup nightmare for the opposing coach every time that he plays. So, um, you know, I think 
I think everybody's got to step up. I think this could be a unique spot for Joseph Pinion, and I know that he's not the, again, even height, defense, and whatever, but you lost one of your basically three three-point shooters that you can rely on. I think Nick Smith, Trevin Brazil, and probably Joseph Pinion are those three. The other guys are inconsistent. I know Ricky showed spurts, but I think just that ability. And Chuck, like you said earlier, this is not going to be a three-point shooting team but you still want to have that element in your back pocket so you're not just getting camped down the lane like Greensboro was this past Saturday. Because that's all they were doing. Or Tuesday, excuse me. Well, I, I mean, certainly you got to have guys who can shoot. I, again, I, I think, and I say this respectfully, I, I think we're getting way too hung up on three-pointers right now. That's not the identity of this team. Um, they're not going to be a great three-point shooting team. And just because you make a three-pointer on one end – um, you got to make sure you defend on the other. Um, I, uh, I think they've lost a lot in Trevin Brazil, and three-point shooting's part of that package. But I don't think the success or failure of this team, with or without him, is contingent upon how they shoot from beyond the line. I, I, just, I just don't think that's the makeup of this team. So uh, how much time have you had a, a chance to look at Oklahoma, and what kind of matchup do you think that is for tomorrow? Well, they're a veteran team, and that's the one thing a lot of times that you do get in December, particularly, it's it's kind of uncommon now in college basketball to have a team with guys that have been around a while. Um, I watched a little bit of their game with Ole Miss, and um, you know they've got a good team. They've they've got the kind of team that when they get in conference play, if they put some things together, they can be in the NCAA tournament. Uh, Porter Moser's a good coach. Uh, this will be a hard fought game. I, I don't. Uh, I don't expect any kind of blowout on either side. I think it's going to be a hard-fought, close ball game. Tommy, the net rankings, it's top. If you beat a top 25 team at home, that's a quad one. Is it top 50 neutral quad one? and top seventy, correct. And then top 75 on the road is a quad one. OU is 49 in the net rankings. So if you, you have a chance at a quad one victory, that Maui tournament helped them. I think that was a huge part of the, this lead-up to conference plays. They played – Louisville's not a quality basketball team. They played two really quality basketball teams, and I don't think they're going to be shell-shocked like they were last year when they play the Sooners tomorrow. Well, those are the only two quad one games. I think Arkansas's one and one in quad one games, so here's a chance for a third one. And you look at the teams that are you know up there in the top ten, I think probably without that Louisville game, you're – your rating would be much higher. Uh, you just, you know, because by virtue of playing them, it drags you down. They were third from the bottom when I looked at it the other day. So, you know, these quad one wins matter. They'll matter. You know, we'll focus more on them at the end of the year, Chuck, when the committee's getting ready to announce their uh, their decisions. But uh, yeah, a game like this is a real opportunity. Yeah, I mean, you know, these are games that I don't know. Some sometimes I think when we get to March, you're 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 penalized more for a loss in December than you're credited for a win. You know, it just kind of always seems that way to me. So uh, when you got a game like this, yeah, you want to win it. Yeah, should be, uh, should be, it should be a game that uh, I, I think I think you. I've heard a lot of people looking for tickets, claiming that you know good tickets are hard to find. I think the thing, uh, the deal next Saturday with Bradley and Little Rock, same way. I think I think you're going to see big crowds for these next two games that are both away from from Bud Walton. I think this is good scheduling right here. Um, and, and just for the record, I think scheduling is really important in football and basketball. I think this is good scheduling. Um, you know, here's the reality. You're, you're, 
you struggle once the kids leave campus. You struggle in the month of December to put people in the basketball arena. I don't care which university you're at. You're going to struggle to do that to an extent. You make a ball game against Oklahoma by playing it in Tulsa, an event. You have an event game right before final start. And uh, you get done with them, and you go down to Little Rock. And I'm going to tell you, there are very few uh, very few crowds like the one that you play in front of at Simmons Bank Arena. I mean, I, I love it when they play down there. You see people at games that, uh, you know, they're, uh, I mean, you know, these are people that love the game. They're not big donors. They don't get to come to Fayetteville, watch them play, but maybe once or twice a year. But, uh, man, they're going to be in that arena down there. At Joshua's Fine Jewelry, we specialize in getting you exactly what you want. Custom jewelry, professional repairs. We can even fix eyeglasses and other small trinkets. Now we offer services with a new laser engraving slash cutting machine. We can mark any shape or design you need. Company logos, fingerprints, religious symbols, even actual pictures can be engraved or just cut out into shape and preserved in metal forever. We can also engrave on other materials. Glass, wood, plastic, just ask. You can get what you want without settling for less. We can take any design or picture and turn it into a forever keepsake. Come see Nathan and let him tell you all the details. You can get exactly what you want at Joshua's Fine Jewelry in beautiful downtown Russellville. Core Jewelry! Chuck Barrett here. I know a thing or two about making great calls in Arkansas. And when it comes to your home service needs, make the call to Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. The friendly pros at Pascal have been serving Arkansas for more than 50 years. And as the weather changes, make sure your system is ready with a Pascal protection plan. Call the pros at Pascal and get a seasonal tune-up, discounted services, and priority scheduling. Pascal Air Plumbing and Electric. Arkansas owned. Arkansas operated. GoPascal.com. Have you tried Benville Brewing's new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale? It's handcrafted in Arkansas. You'll taste the great tropical citrus, including the passion fruit, the guava, and pineapple. It's creamy, zingy, and zows the taste buds. It's weird, wonderful, and wacky all at the same time. Try the new Space Goose Hazy India Pale Ale from Benville Brewing. I was telling Tommy, Chuck, earlier, you've got 45 of the 50 quarterbacks in KJ's class still playing college football that have transferred at least once. One's now playing running back. I forget who it is. And now you've got 15 Razorbacks that have entered the portal. That's top the SEC. Guys, how do coaches adjust their recruiting strategy? What's the key on this with such a rampant transfer in college football? Well, I think you have to remember for everybody, us included, what we're seeing right now in terms of players entering the portal is the culmination of probably a month, six weeks, maybe even time beyond that. By that I mean that, you know, coaches figure out during the season uh, what their roster needs to look like next year. They figure that out as they go. I think by the time you get to the final month of the season, a lot of these guys already have a pretty good idea about who's going to be back and who's not. They're smart enough to know when I tell this guy you're not going to play, he's going to leave. Um, you know, that's just kind of how it works. And, um, you know, look, when you're 6-6, six and six, you have big turnover. You have big turnover. And, um, you know, the way it is now, you you empower a young person with social media. And, I mean, you know one or two tweets and the whole narrative changes. So 
my point in this is I don't think you're adjusting on the fly now. I think a lot of these things you work out in your mind during the course of the season, and when you get through with the season, that's when you have these meetings, that's when reality sets in, and that's when guys start entering the portal. Yeah, The difficulty now is when someone is playing a lot of minutes. They are starting. They are a, you know, a quote, star on your team, if you will, and they still leave because the portal allows it and NIL is, is maybe greasing the skids on that. that. That's the hard part now. Well, my point is, though, is I don't think they're surprised as much as we no. think. We oh, may agree, be surprised. But... We may be surprised. But, you know, when you're in that building every day and you're around these kids, and I don't know how they do it, man. Some of these head coaches, I mean, they're, they're, they're like your dad. I mean, they just find out everything you've done, and you don't know how. And uh, uh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's how these guys are. And so um, I think, um, look, I'm not saying there's never a surprise. I'm not going to say that. Sometimes you do get surprised. But for the most part, and I mean for the most, most part, I think they've got a pretty good idea about who's staying and who's going. That's the worst when you think you got away with something and a day or so later your dad walks into your room or Shoot. in your office and it's like... Well, man. or even worse, he doesn't walk in. You know, he just carries it around with him for like a month or two and every time something comes up, every decision he makes about you is based on what he knows that you don't know he knows so uh um <laughs> you know i mean i don't know if my words exactly fit there but you know what i'm saying man my dad was an attorney you think i was ever going to win a debate an argument uh, or an inquisition you didn't have he a knew the answer before he asked no. the question i so. uh i i won a lot of arguments with my dad when i was a kid he just was the parent and had to and he put his foot down on that and he knew that Radio was destined for me because I like to argue, and I wasn't smart enough to go to law school. I was. He let you win. He yeah. let you win. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess that could have been the case. All right, that is Tommy. Your Red River Dodge Morning Rush Daily Question. Yeah, Red River Dodge in Heber Springs, Arkansas's number one Ram dealer. Log on at RedRiverDodge.com. This hour of Chuck Barrett on the Morning Rush is presented by Baxter Health, compassionate care beyond measure. Guys, I'm not going to lie. I got a little nervous yesterday when I saw this picture of Coach Saban and Alabama wide receiver coach Holloman Wiggins in Luke Haas' house. Now, for those that don't know who Luke Haas is, he's one of the best players in the state of Oklahoma. He's, I think, number three in your 2023 recruiting class right now, currently committed to the Razorbacks, one of the three four-star tight ends. Have we got news on Dow yet? Is he staying or going? I haven't seen... I didn't get on Twitter last night, so I don't know if there's any confirmation or that. I think Saban smells blood in the water. I think there's some unsure uh, uncertainty there that if Dow's going to stay here or not, and I think he smells blood in the water, and I don't think he's going to be the first coach that smells blood in the water when it comes to guys that Dow's recruited. I don't think they made a decision to go see him based on the fact Dow Loggins is talking to South Carolina. I don't, I don't, I don't think that. Look, guys commit to people all the time, and other schools still come in and visit. We do it. Everybody does it. And um, Alabama pretty much goes and sees whoever they want right now. And, um, but I, I, don't, I don't necessarily think it's because South Carolina's evidently talking to Dow Loggins. Yeah, I don't think Saban changed his travel plans based no. on, on that. So no. I, I think that visit, I would I would think that visit has been planned and scheduled Absolutely. for some time. But 12 Absolutely. days out from early signing day? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. it, isn't that a little apprehensive if you're an Arkansas fan, one of your best players is taking a visit when you're basically well, two I, weeks I, out from signing? 
Right? I'm not it's, saying it's not something to be concerned about. What I'm saying is I don't think it's because of Dow Loggins talking to South Carolina, if that's what's happened. How much does negative recruiting happen in college football when coaches may be leaving and going? Every day. Tommy, you got anything on that? Or well, I, don't, I, I, I agree. Every hour. <laughs> it's okay, a let simple me, answer. Let me I mean, simple hey, question, no, no. simple answer. Chuck is wrong. It's every hour of every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, that's just part. I mean, but that goes on in about every walk of life, right? I mean, you know, you go out and someone's trying to sell you a product and they want to sell you hey. your product because the other product's bad. You Anytime know? someone starts a sentence with, I don't want to say anything bad about anybody, oh, gosh, yeah. they're getting with ready to say respect. something bad about somebody. <laughs> I, I mean, it's just how it works. It's like with somebody all due saying, respect, yeah, I got to tell you the truth. It's, like, it's <laughs> like when someone says, well, it's not really about the money. I mean, when someone says it's not about the money, it's about the money. Yeah. And um, so, I mean, you know, some of this stuff you got to read between the lines. You can say, you can pretty much say whatever you want and not get sued if you say allegedly, right? I mean, Tommy, you, well, your dad I don't is know. A, give it a Give it a whirl and let's see what happens. Okay. Yeah, uh, what you got? Maybe next, <laughs> what you got? Maybe next week. Let me, let me, con- let me, uh, let me conjure something up and then I'll just All start right. spewing venom next week. But no, I, I think that, I, I just wonder with this kind of this situation, that's kind of a one-off I mean, are we seeing – I've seen Pittman in a bunch of guys' houses that are currently committed. I mean, do you think Sam and the staff are actively trying to recruit guys at this very moment in the coming days that are not currently committed to Arkansas? I mean, how yes. how active is – But what does that look like? How active is it with the current guys that we have committed relative to the guys that aren't committed? Like, I don't know. What, what, what do you think the time okay. spent is when you compare the two? I don't know what the percentage of time is. I know right now that, you know, you got a lot to juggle on the recruiting trail. You got high school, you got, you know, uh, portal guys. I mean, you've got to look at your team. The answer may be different for every operation based on what your need is. And, um, you know, Arkansas has got to go get some kids out of that portal right now. And uh, they know that. And so I think it's a combination of everything. You re-recruit the team you have. You recruit the team you want. You make certain that the high school coaches know that you still love them. Um, you go out and you, you know, you, you, I mean, I hate to say it, you look for the mercenary player that's ready to go somewhere else for a year. Maybe if you're lucky, you get a guy for two or three, but sometimes it's a guy that's just going to be there for one. And every need is different in every program. And so, you, uh, you know, percentage-wise, how it falls, I think, is dependent upon where your needs are. Yeah, I think they know who wants to be Razorbacks, regardless of position, coach, coordinator, situation, and maybe those those are the ones that are committed, irregardless of of the situation. You you don't have to focus as much of your precious time right now on, but uh, yeah, I think I think they know where they need to be. I think Sam Pittman understands where the where the priorities are, and even if you're the head coach at Alabama or Arkansas or anywhere else, you, they don't give you 25 hours in the day, and they don't give you eight days in the week. Well, one thing I think you have to remember is that during this period right now, you know, we focus on the in-homes. Like, you know, Ty was talking about an in-home there. We focus on that. But these guys are on the phone all day. I mean, they may have an in-home at, you know, 4 o'clock at one place and another one that night. So they make both of those. Well, they're on that phone. They're on that phone, I promise you, talking to recruits. Any kid out there they can legally talk to right now, they're talking to him. And so, you know, recruiting's, I mean, um, and there are times of the year when it obviously, you know, hits a crescendo like it is right now. But, 
hey, these guys work these phones with kids every day. I mean, you yeah. can uh, you can talk to a lot of kids every day, and they do. So I, I get, bet they don't. I bet they don't make one move without knowing where their phone charger, that cord is. <laughs> oh, I bet yeah. they don't. They don't leave anywhere without that. That, that may be the most valuable piece of equipment a coach has right now is the cord to charge his phone. Do you guys have the charger that you that you can just plug into your iPhone? It plugs automatically. You don't need an outlet. You have to tr- like recharge a, it. Like a battery cell yeah, type Yeah, the battery yeah. cell. I got a solar-powered one of those somewhere. So Carry it around everywhere? It. Nope. I got to find it. You got to find I've it. I've got a couple of them other deals you're talking about. I uh, think I asked for one of those for Christmas just to have in, in certain places. I Another question I want to pose, when you talk about the transfer portal relative to high school kids, I know that dynamic has changed pretty drastically with everything going on. How much time do you think Sam Pittman and his staff are st- spending on the high school recruiting relative to the transfer portal? It keeps going towards the transfer portal. We keep inching more and more that direction. It's not near 50-50, is it? Well, right now the transfer portal is 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 what you look at, but it's not always that way. That's why you have trans transfer portal periods now. Um, just you know, and this is a simple way of putting it, but you know, you've got the early signing period now, and I think that tends to deal more with high school kids. And um, when you get to this point in the season, it uh, deals with portal guys. Spring practice when it's done, and there's another portal period, it'll focus on the portal kids. But, um, you know, portal recruiting has just added to the recruiting load. It hasn't replaced anything. You're still doing the exact same things you did with high school kids before. You're still making all the calls. You're doing all the things you did before. But there is a reality, and it's, it's, it's not so much the portal as it is that extra COVID time. There is a reality right now, and and I'm going to be interested to see how this plays out in the coming years, where I think you may see more kids start at smaller schools and then take advantage of the transfer portal uh, because you may not have the luxury. And frankly, Arkansas at some spots right now does not have this luxury of taking a year or two to develop a guy. I mean, uh, you can't do that anymore. It's sad that you can't. But um, I do think it affects things in terms of, you know, the percentage of guys that you've signed as high schoolers and the percentage of your team that's portal guys. But um, you're still going to sign the max number of high school guys every year, uh, and you still spend the same amount of time that you did on it before. You've just added the transfer portal to what you got to do. So is, when do they get back on the practice field for the bowl game? Is that next Today. week sometime? What- Today. Today. today they'll okay. have a uh, yeah it'll be a i don't know how uh how rigorous a practice it's going to be but there is going to be uh um there's going to be a practice today and then i think from my understanding or practice today and maybe late next week before they really have you know what you would call a bowl practice because i mean they're on the road i mean they're on the road Pittman yeah. was in memphis yesterday for that press conference and i'm sure that you know he came from somewhere recruiting and, um, you know, just like the other night when he was on the phone for the teleconference with the Liberty Bowl. I mean, he's outside a kid's house. So, you know, they'll practice today, my understanding is, and they've obviously, you know, this is a recruiting weekend. And uh, then you're back out on the road next week. And you got finals that start next week you as well. You got finals start as well. Yeah. Next, ne- next week's finals week. We kind of tied that in with basketball a little bit earlier. Uh, 
Chuck, you mentioned the Liberty Bowl. You had a conversation with Associate Executive Director Harold Grader, and he, I, I thought he made an interesting point about not just this bowl but others. The focus is going to be on the big guys going forward, the big bowls, the big teams. But in the world of postseason, what about the six and six teams, the seven and fives, the eight and fours? Those kids and those teams, they want to go to a bowl game too. So our basic message for now is don't forget about those teams. Don't forget about bowls like us because we're here to service teams like that and provide an experience. And at the end of the day, yeah, the big guys want to settle the national championship and all of that. But those players on the six and sixes, the seven and fives, the eight and fours, they want to make memories too. And you got a pretty good spot, 4.30 ESPN. No, I don't think you're matched up against anyone at that time. I mean, I, I think you'll have a decent uh, It's the only game on. And, and he, you know, he's he's speaking generally about how that bowl operates, and, and it really didn't have anything to do with Arkansas being there. Their, their, their tie with the SEC is obviously what sustained that bowl. And then they partnered with the Big 12. The Liberty Bowl is a bowl you drive to. It's not a bowl that you get in, you know, you don't get on an airplane and go to the Liberty Bowl. Um, and, you know, that's one of the things that they've done is they want to invite teams, and that's why you've got an SEC Big 12 tie-in. You don't have to fly to Memphis if you're from Lawrence, Kansas. Um, you don't have to fly to Memphis if you're from a lot of the Big 12 schools. Now, some you might want to, but you don't have to. Um, my feeling on these minor bowls, if you want to use that term, is the ones that are hospitable, the ones that make it a great experience for teams, for players, for staff, for fans, uh, those are the ones that will survive, and the ones that don't do that will go away. You know, I'm not embarrassed to tell you. I mean, people always ask me, what's the best bowl you've ever been to? Um, nobody does it like the Cotton Bowl. Nobody Chuck does it like the Cotton Bowl. Tommy but said the, the exact bowl, same thing. The Liberty Bowl's right there behind him. I, I mean, look, you don't set out every year and go, hey, man, let's go to the Liberty Bowl. And I've known Harold forever. He knows when he walks in the press box, nobody's saying, hey, man, I sure do hope we go to the Liberty Bowl. He knows that. But I also know this. When you get over there, you have a good time. They are hospitable. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a downtown setting where you still have old-fashioned things like battles of the band. And, uh, you know, both teams cheerleaders out there. And you have things that, uh, you know, you don't always have at bowl games anymore. And I've been to the Sugar Bowl, guys, and I'm going to tell you, for the experience, Cotton Bowl and the Liberty Bowl are head and shoulders better than the Sugar Bowl. Head and shoulders. And um, so, I mean, I think these, these bowls like the Liberty Bowl, the good ones, the hospitable ones, will survive. And the ones that aren't, they'll, uh, you know, they'll go away. Hey, let me talk about Baxter Health for just a moment. Baxter Regional Medical Center is now Baxter Health. Those of you in North Central Arkansas know what I'm talking about. You know, Baxter Health and Healing provides compassionate care beyond measure. That's their mission. They want you to feel like home when you're healing. Now, I know that's easier said than done, but that's what they do at Baxter Health. Now, they're also a great facility. It's not a situation if you're in North Central Arkansas where if you want the best medical care, you got to get in your car and you don't have to go necessarily to a bigger place. You don't have to go to a bigger town. You've got it right there in the, your own backyard. Neurosurgery, cardiothoracic surgery, urology, women's health, orthopedics, infectious disease, pain management. But this time of year, their family medicine and physical therapy clinics are really important, too. And they've got 11 counties throughout Arkansas and Missouri where Baxter Health has a family medicine and or a physical therapy clinic. 
So they are right in your backyard. They do make it feel like home. And Baxter Health is compassionate care beyond measure. Let's come back to basketball for a sec. Coach Muscle made an interesting point yesterday in his press conference. Last year at this time, we didn't have Trey Wade's role figured out. We didn't have Stanley Amude's role figured out. So there's a lot of things that will still evolve throughout the course of the season for sure. And that's on the subject of Trevin Brazil being out for the year. Guys, they got a lot of time. Chuck, you said it earlier. It's not just about today. Today's really, the, or excuse me, tomorrow. Tomorrow's just kind of the start of, of the the transition that you move on from Trevin Brazil to him being out from the year. Yeah, I mean, it's something that you, you know, you're going to have to work through uh, because he could play the three, four, or the five, and he could do it on both ends of the floor. Um, and you don't just replace a guy like that with one guy. So they'll make adjustments, and tomorrow will be the first game that uh, they're out there, you know, without him, aside from obviously the second half the other night. So, um, you know, it makes me wonder, do you see a player like Nick Smith take over a little bit more? We tend to focus on, well, who's going to come off the bench now and replace Brazil? I tend to focus, frankly, on, you know, what does it do to a guy like Smith? What does it do to a guy like Black? What does Jordan Walsh do now? Um, you know, I think that, you know, when I saw the game the other night, the Greensboro game Tuesday night, uh, Nick Smith took over that ball game down the stretch. Brazil yep. didn't play. Nick Smith took over. Um, now, I think Nick Smith's good enough to do that a lot. You hope he doesn't have to for you to win. But I think if that situation arises, I think he can do that. So, you know, as much as it is on who's going to come in and replace Brazil, I, I, I think the bigger question really is those who are already playing, how do they adjust their games? First conference game is, I guess, less than three weeks. Three weeks from this previous Wednesday on the twenty eighth against LSU. Is it is it realistic to even think with with three games between now and then, and and that LSU game on the road the same same night as the the bowl game, you can have it figured out by then? Is that even a realistic thought? Well, I don't know that it's the finished product on anything in your conference opener. I mean, uh, you know, but I think they'll obviously have a much better idea, you know, about. You know where they're going. You got to remember too. There's going to be a little more practice time. You've got finals this week, or starting. You know this coming week, you've 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 got finals, but um, you're also going to have a period in there where you spend a lot of time with them on the floor. And um, you know, Mus is kind of, and it's been interesting to hear him talk about this. That you know, it wasn't just the first few days back from Hawaii. It was really the first week or two. You kind of. It was a process of getting your legs back, so to speak. And he said that, you know, the last – or he said this prior to the Greensboro game, he said that, you know, our practices have been really short. Our our players would probably, you know, marvel at how short they've been. I don't know that it's going to be that way. You know, now that you've been back, now that you've got time between games, now that you've made the adjustment back, I, I think they'll spend more time on the practice floor. And so, you know, is it going to be fully figured out? Yeah, I don't know, but – I think they'll have a much better idea. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network, the best podcast in the natty state. Just search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Brought to you by Breeden RV Center. 
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.